Salami, Tommy, give it to Gravy Davy. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Yeah, so I never told you this, but majority of the marketing or branding or whatever else it, that I end up doing happens in the Ubers on my way to work. Because every time I hop in, there'll be a driver listening to something. So I'm, you know, I'll listen. Why don't them. you listen to my podcast? Sometime? Nah, that's corny. That's corny. I wait for it. Like, I, I'm like, oh, you listen to podcasts often? Yeah. You know, I chime in on the topic that they're talking about first and foremost. But then I'd be like, oh, if you like some local Chicago shit, like I co-host one. And they always like, oh, for real? Like, yeah. And I pass them one or two of the stickers that I somehow still <sighs> have from over a year ago. And it, it usually ends up working out. So if you are someone that I have been in the back of your car of i think that sentence structure was all fucked up but thank you for listening if you listening and i hope you put those stickers on something good so um reggie had uh, another run-in with the law is that what i'm waiting for right now uh are you a criminal yet are you a full-blown criminal you might as well just take that extra step and go ahead and start well okay uh (laughs) so i've been getting pulled over and stuff lately and it's always i think i think what happened is the the chicago police department hired a bunch of new police officers in the last couple years and i really feel like they're like hey just go around pulling people over get some practice in because i I, and i'm not look i'm not going to do that sovereign citizen shit like am i being detained i don't have to show you that (laughs) i don't have to show you nope i'm not going to play that game yeah, no, uh, nah. But the last time it happened, so I live real close to the lake. And if you want to get on Lakeshore Drive, which is like, it's not a highway, but it's used as a highway to get north and south real fast. You got to head towards the lake to get on it. And then if you miss the turn, you end up going into like the frontage road that takes you to the lake if you want to hang out at the beach and shit. Right. So I ended up going straight and I'm literally going one block south to go one block west to get onto Lakeshore Drive to do what I really want to do. And some cop is just waiting in there with all their shit off and then pulls me over. And they're like, you can't be in here. The beach is closed. And I'm like, well, I, I don't want to be in here. I'm trying to, I'm leaving. I I don't, I just made a wrong turn. They're like, <laughs> all right, give me your license. What? So here's the thing. When it's, Close, close. They actually have like these metal gates. I don't know if you ever noticed. It's like these two arms that swing and then they'll chain it. They'll have a park district person chain it up so uh people can't like park in there and have I've sex or whatever. That shit wasn't closed. That's part of the reason I accidentally drove in there. And I'm literally trying to drive out. And it was just it was stupid. I mean, obviously they they can't do nothing to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just waste my time, run my shit for no reason. Right. Uh <laughs> but no, so if you're talking about what happened on Twitter, <clears throat> uh, I am I had a court date and uh, I read the ticket wrong and I missed it. Like I was getting ready, like I showered and shit. I'm getting ready to leave the house and I look at the ticket one more time. And I was like, "Oh, this was last week." <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm that dumb. So, uh, the date is 2019, and I read it somehow where I thought I was supposed to be there on the 19th. Wow. All right. Figure that one out. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's like a handwritten ticket. I, you know, I don't know. Okay. I, I still suck. So basically, yeah, I just I have like forty five days to give them a lot of money. You owe them fifty eleven, fifty eleven dollars. It's just you know I just, I don't. It's a ridiculous. I hate I hate the police. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Uh, and we can get into that because we're going to talk about uh, your boy. 
Which boy am I? You talking about Jesse? Yeah, but we we could do uh, what we've been doing since we last did the podcast. I think that's a good way to start it off. That's our new format now. That is, yeah. We've started developing a format for how we in, go get into these things. So uh, and Delancey is a professional Twitch streamer now. I'm not professional at all. I'm learning the ropes, and I feel really... Get a camera. I should get a camera. I will, but I feel really fortunate because there's a lot of people that have been helping me out. Um, my constituents, online constituents on Twitter that have been mutually following me um, for a few years have been streaming for a while. So what I've been doing is reaching out to these people. And of course they are people of color or black people or whomever else. And they've been open-handed with the information. They've let me know like, Oh, you should do this with your channel. Make sure you do this, make sure you do this. So on and so forth, you can apply for this, go to this website so that, you know, it can automatically do this for you. What if they're secretly trying to sabotage you because they don't want competition? Nah, I mean, there is no competition. Like, I'm just starting and these people have like thousands uh, of followers and they have like a network already. Like, you need stuff. to set up your chat bot like this and then it just tells everybody to go fuck themselves. And it sends out swastikas or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> no, I would really hope that you wouldn't, um, y'all wouldn't set me up like that. But no. Uh, I trust them and I believe in it. And it's really cool to see a community like that. Um, one of them is a lady. I believe her at, I'll probably search the ads and stuff like that. I believe her uh, name on PSN and maybe on Twitch is like Betty Nix or some, something to that th- degree. She streams. You can add a voiceover at the end and shout out everybody. That yeah, I should. I think I will. Uh, fucking uh, Denny Von Doom, I believe is the at name. Chicago Negro is really, really supportive. Like, I was like, hey, I'm starting out. This is what I want to do. Um, could you give me any advice? And he started sending paragraphs and links and was like, make sure you set this up. Set this up like this. It was That was really helpful. But overall, it's been really positive. It's been really cool. But it is different because uh, we do this podcasting thing. It is different playing a game on my own, like Resident Evil, and finding the stimulus to have a conversation when it's just you kind of got to so uh i streamed it like twice yeah so i had this idea i was like you know i have such this backlog of games i should just stream them and see what happens right and then it's hard when you're doing it on console like so basically you got to have it set up on console where you get the notifications when you see people coming in and out right or you got to have your laptop open right and then you can say hi to people and ask them questions and that can work but i think in general when you're playing you're thinking in your mind what you want to do and then when you're streaming, you have to actually say that out loud. That yeah. I need the the clover key to get into this door. Right. Like you have to say that. Right. And I think that's kind of a hard step it to make. It is. I've I've made the transition from from playing in complete silence to multitasking and having conversations while I'm playing games. And I think that's because I'm usually in a PSN party of like seven other people which is fortunate because i've been having the ability to have a conversation while i'm doing whatever it is i'm doing seven might be too many well parties get full i'm usually anytime you catch me in a psn party yeah but you can okay just in case you don't know but not while i'm twitch streaming okay i was about to say no 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 i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do that no 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 absolutely not no 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 absolutely vacuuming if i'm if i'm streaming i'll probably just keep it if i'm playing something by myself i'll keep it at that if there's somebody like watching, like if we end up doing it, I wouldn't mind playing like a one player game or something mm-hmm. like that. And if you want to hop in and like switch play, switch the remote off or yeah. 
um, go back and forth or like have you a can set the party cool. limit. Like you can say only two people can be in the party, three people. Word. So it could be cool to just have a party full of all people playing the same game, but you exactly. can't have more than two or three total nah, in there. I only the max I've done is like three for Apex, and I have a bunch of Apex clips. I get I never realized how out of character I get while I'm playing it until I went back and. I was listening to myself call all types of people bitches. And I still haven't uh, played as much as a lot of people. Yeah. But what's frustrating is like I'm consistently finishing top Second. two or three. Yeah. Yeah. I developed a play style. Uh, getting it in early and fast works for me. It's like it helps me get the practice for scuffles in there. Yeah. So dropping near people, I don't shy away from that anymore. Drop in early okay i'm explaining for those that might not know apex legends is another battle royale game it seems to be even though they're different it seems to be shitting on fortnite for the simple fact that the energy that's going into it how many people are enthused about it in my opinion real quick there's no building mechanic so the reason i never got into fortnite i thought it was a decent concept but i hate the shooting in it it just doesn't feel right to me it doesn't feel good like I just can't, couldn't get into it. This game, Apex, is made by the same people who made Titanfall. Right. And they ended up working on Call of Duty after that. So the shooting is tight. The guns all feel dope. It's just, uh, it works. So I think the foundation, because regardless of the the building aspect of of Fortnite, it comes, you got to shoot people to kill them and win the game. Precisely. And I think... The the traversal, you know, the whole knee slide thing and the shooting of Apex is like a really big deal. It is. It is. The character design. The only thing that I, I'm fr- I might be frustrated with is the fact that there aren't more characters. I like how each one has an individual trait, skill, look to them. It's a diverse cast of people. You got I found s- out they kind of rushed it out. I was listening to a podcast a couple of days ago and uh, EA made it right. I think EA was like, hey, like. Let's uh, let's get this out the door because like you see the character select screen, how much space there is on that. Yeah. You know, they're going to release a lot more. Of course they are. But I think they probably plan to have more characters and, and more guns and probably balance the guns a little better. There's little things here and there. You can tell there's a lot of work and money that went into it. But the way that it launched, like it doesn't have battle pass, which right. is the thing where, you know, you pay every month or some shit. Right. And then you get perks. Yeah. And it's better than buying loot boxes, which I wouldn't buy for this game because yeah. the cosmetics don't wow me. No, they don't wow me. Also, I mean, the cosmetics of the guns are pretty. They're way more in- interesting They're cool, and appealing. But I feel like you characters. earn enough um, money and you get those drops every level, right? Whatever, mm. to get the skins. I'm fine with just unlocking them that way. I don't need to spend $10 on weapon skins. I would spend ten dollars on a character before I would spend yes, money. Yes, agreed. On and what I was gonna items. say about that too is, I feel like new characters are coming soon, so I'm gonna wait. Cause I was like, man, do I want to get one of these two characters that are locked? But I'm gonna wait and see what the next two are. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Frugal. And then meanwhile, I'm building up points. So I get at least one for free. Right. Who's your favorite character so far? Um, the thing is, they're all like very. They're, I mean, they're. I think they're all useful in their own way. The robot, personally, I don't want to play as. I get how it can work out well because he has that Spider-Man shit, <laughs> yeah. and it recharges really fast. It does. 
So you could swing it. I, I saw some YouTube videos of people swinging around and confusing people, but like, I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. Especially on a controller, like mouse and keyboard, you could like aim faster. Mm-hmm. Useful. I play as a big dude a lot just because. Gibraltar. Basically. That, right. Yeah. So uh, I was playing with uh, Jeffrey last night, Tadpole Jackson. Shouts out. And he jumped down. He did some shit that you did. And one of your clips, remember you jumped down, you started punching people. Yeah. He did that. But there were more people down there than he thought. And then I called the strike in and helped him out. So I feel like I'm using him as a support, not as aggressive as probably most people do. Right. But it's cool to have that in your back pocket, like right. the aim down sight shield and the thing. Right. But the longer I play, because I still haven't, I play maybe like 20 matches, which isn't We need to get it in. Yeah. We need to get in a little bit more. Well, I am, I am off today, so nice. I'll be around later tonight. Okay, gotcha. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I've been wanting to try, I tried this tracker guy a little bit or the non-binary tracker come to find out i don't know if you know that oh they don't have pronouns i think i read that and they don't show their face they don't show and their, their voice is a little in between yeah that's really interesting so sorry for assuming the tracker's gender yeah uh non-binary tracker person their thing is interesting i don't know if it's right for me I played as the ninja lady once, and like it's neat. She runs like Naruto, and I can't get over that. I didn't know that until I played the first night it came out, and somebody was like, "Oh, Delance, you Naruto running?" Because I was in a party of people, I was like, "I'm doing what now?" Because to me, it looks like you're just well, yeah, regular, you can't see yourself. You Usain Bolton, like uh, my hands are in front, but to everyone else, she had her hands behind her and she had a scarf on, and she was like Naruto running. I was like, "Yeah, I can't get down with that Weibo shit." But my favorite character is the lesbian black lady, Marine. Yeah, she uh, her she's, passive ability is really dope. It is. It's and really dope. Um, she's the most Negroist of Negro. <laughs> like, honestly, her passive ability is when she gets shot at, she speeds up. Like, it's like, <gasps> like, and it happens if you play it as her. It's like, she's like, oh, hell no. And she started dipping. I love that. It's like when uh, it's like David Blaine showed her magic. It's like when you remember when David Blaine, did he eat a dollar? Did he eat that dollar in that video? <laughs> Here's he what he like, did. He fucking, he ripped a dollar. And then they're looking at him like, okay, <laughs> you yeah. know, now what? Did he just start? Then he start like slobbing on it. <laughs> and then he takes it out of his mouth and then it's a whole dollar again. And then people are amazed, but also like, what, why are you doing that? Why you, David Blaine, you a nasty motherfucker. Can I show you something? Yeah. Can I show you something? Can I show you something? Come here. Come here. <laughs> And they Why are you running? Gagging on a dollar—that shit was ridiculous. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good game. But now, well, we were talking about you streaming. Are we done with you talking about streaming? Yeah, yeah. Because what I are really, you going to stream next? Are you going to buy any new games? I have a bunch of games that I haven't played, so I feel like I should dip into those before I start. I have Tomb Raider that I haven't. I played the first two minutes of. Yeah, I and, have a lot that I and I feel touched. like I should stream that. Yeah. So far, I've been um streaming just uh apex a way out a little bit i have someone that i play that with i've been meaning to get that yeah it's good and also what is it the walking dead telltale series i haven't beat that in years and i forgot everything that happened so i'm starting that over and i have all the episodes i uh i don't know if i downloaded all of them like i was supposed to i know i got the free whatever yeah but i I played and it was just like so fucking depressing yeah, it is. It made me want to stop playing it. And then the Batman one was really cool. So the way I feel about those Telltale games is it's they're great if you're into that, but I feel like I would rather watch somebody play it 
than oh. play it myself. Like I, so when I was playing the Batman one, I was like, I wish this was like a straight to DVD movie. I don't know that I need to choose if he plays pool with the mayor or leaves to the Batcave type shit. You know? Right. I don't know. No. That's my, that's I understand. Me. Uh A Wolf Amongst Us. I think was that was that one Telltale. Of them? Telltale. So, yeah. That was a good one. That was I didn't really play good. that one. I played the shit out of that. Are they out of bit they went out of business, yeah? Telltale? Did I did I hear that? I don't know. I hope not. I hope that's not the case. I'll look it up. I think they made cutbacks and they ended up laying off a lot of people that they were working with. And that was a problem because, you know, it was a lot of layoffs and shit. So I don't know if they went out of business or went bankrupt, but I hope that's not the case because they were putting out some heat. They were putting out some crack rock for a while. This has been really this has been a really cool um, segment because we just. went. Um, on a so tangent. it says layoffs left 25 employees. And then I think they closed shortly. Yes. Telltale Games officially closing and removing games from Steam from November. R.I.P. I'm not down with that. It's kind of sad. It's the end of an era. I enjoyed those. All right. What so, else? What else did you do? What else did I do over the last two weeks? Yeah. Nothing super new, man. I've been trying different recipes and cooking. I made biscuits and gravy for dinner with, with a a friend of ours. Did you get the itis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was real cool the way he did it because he put the sausage in, then he put the flour in with the sausage and make a roux. With the sausage? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. He used milk. Is that normal? I've never made it from scratch. Well, I think when you, isn't that what it's called? When you mix milk and flour, you make a roux. It's a roux. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he put the sausage in the roux and just ended up stirring it up. It was really good. I made the eggs. I think I've perfected my my egg frying technique. My first time trying it because I'm a scramble ass nigga. Like, honestly, usually uh, I don't, I used to not omelet. Scrambling yep. was just the easiest way to prepare I got into fried eggs. eggs like the last couple years. Yeah, so easy. You just oil, butter the pan up, crack an egg, let it sit there, flip that bitch, you know, make the yolk as tough as you want it to be without it being rubbery and its own point. He commended me. He was like, hey, man, they're coming out perfect. I was like, thank you, my nigga. He not black, but thank you. Speaking of that, having someone confuse him for you. Um, it's hilarious very very hilarious so the video there's a video of of the two of them in the car and i totally get why that guy would think we look alike but (laughs) (laughs) shouts out to you for listening uh i think your name that guy kmg like almost literally isn't it Uh, it's not yeah i'm fucking up at names right now but we appreciate you he's a consistent listener so that's really awesome so he's like what six feet tall he's about five eleven or six feet yeah tall. so he's like six feet tall really big greek dude who's super strong yeah for and no i'm reason. like five six small dude we both have beards and glasses beards and glasses in a similar complexion yeah and we're both uh that's good enough i'm a little more yellow you're a little bit more yellow he's a little bit more pale yeah yeah nah but it works and they both had hats on that shit oh was how was that harold's by the way that harold's on wilson i'm gonna give it let me get a drum roll. Let me get a drum roll. Two thumbs up. Wow. Two I'm... thumbs up, mainly because of the geographical reasons. Um, it's one of the only reliable ones on the north side. I called maybe 15. No, we called 15, 20 minutes beforehand. They was like, all right, cool. I'll be here in 20. It took about 30 for everything to be up. It was only two people. One was in the back. One was working to register. 30 minutes, God It was damn. about 30, yeah. But he ended up going back to like help him. It was busy when I popped in. It's on Wilson, so there's a lot of niggas. 
which is good as opposed to Wicker Park where there is not a lot of niggas. So if it's a Herald's and also I went in and wasn't clean. So I was like, all right, so the food got to be here. It's just so bit. interesting because they had a Herald's there. They did. It closed. It closed. And then they opened up next door. And now they're back like a few years later. Yeah. Next yeah. door. Yeah. Next door. Shit, I might need to go today. You should. Yeah. Check that out. I would, I would definitely suggest it. I was going to hit you up and see what you were on, but you know, it was such an impromptu thing, but I fuck with it. Uh, the chicken was good. It was fried well. Tasted like it was supposed to. I still would like to go to one out south, but I'm just not out there as often as I should be. So Go visit your dang family. I know. I tried to call my mom and it went, <laughs> it went to voicemail. So I was just like, well, I left, she the, voicemail. Your call. I left the voicemail saying, I know she's probably working right now, but I was like, hey, I'm calling so that you won't be able to say I don't call you. I love you. Talk to you later. And I just hung up. And I was like, all right, because they'll do that. You never call me. You never talk to me. But I'm on the phone with you right now. I know, but you never call me. I'm like, but I just did it. Like, don't stop that. Like, cut it out. You know what I'm saying? All right. I want to, I want to, I want to smack this down like right now because in the last episode, we made some remarks about how niggas just don't have nooses and don't walk around with nooses. You know, niggas really don't be out here, so on and so forth. So it wasn't hard to believe that a MAGA individual or, um, you know, a crazy white dude might have attacked Jesse Smollett. For the record, I want to fix this in the foundation that I stand by that. But it has come to light that he might have fabricated, um, you know, what's a going on. A lot has happened in the last 24 hours because... <laughs> I just want to, I just want to do that. I just, I, I'm gonna do that on occasion. Go so ahead. I knew that we were gonna talk about this. So, so initially, if we didn't completely cover this last episode, or if somebody didn't hear that, I said that I didn't care in the sense of, uh, I didn't know who that was, and it's like, okay, I hope they catch whoever did it. Like, I didn't get invested in it one way or another. Like, a crime happened. It's a hate crime. I hope. Hope that shit gets figured out. Word. It's it's weird to me where like I don't understand why there's sides to be taken on this. Yeah. Because I had people hitting me up to like, hey man, do you believe him? And I was like, I why I get why wouldn't I? He said he got attacked, right? I don't right. So it's just very fishy off the bat because you had a bunch of people saying that he was full of shit. And I don't know if people know anything about his character that I don't because I don't know who that is. I don't watch that show. Right. But uh, the police came out right away like, hey, man, he making this shit up, we think. And I'm like, what? And then the police were telling. So and then all the media were saying, well, we have a source that says this and this. And I was like, well, I know that as a journalist, you can't reveal all your sources. But it just seems so odd. Like, look, maybe he's making this shit up. If he did, he's stupid. He shouldn't have done that. But it's so weird how from the get people thought he was full of shit. And then it's like, okay, he's full of shit. Mm -hmm. But what was interesting about the last 24 hours is they said that they were going to charge him or they were going to try to charge him. He's, he declined a plea deal, I guess. Right. And then now as of this morning, he's turned himself in and then he has like a bail arraignment or whatever I this afternoon. I don't understand. I also want to just throw out there that I do not trust the police. Of course not. So this really pissed me off because they had a whole fucking, the police chief, superintendent, whatever, he came out and had a whole press conference talking shit about him. And it's like, dude, 
who who is CPD to talk shit about anybody? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a, a corrupt ass police force. Like y'all, this dude just went to prison for murdering somebody on the fucking with no press conference then on Pulaski or whatever, right? And then you guys try to cover it up, but right. now it's like. He should be ashamed and he needs to apologize to the city. Like, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, exactly. We need to have a press conference for this because it somebody make- on TV might have made some shit up. Like, right. It- the people that generalize and ask who is going to bear the brunt of these actions. Is it going to be the gay community? Is it going to be black people as a whole? Is this going to somehow nobody should propel Trump into another presidency? Uh, he tweeted about that, by the way. Did I, you? I mean, I got him blocked. So I saw people like retweeting something that he said or quoting him, responding to it. And I couldn't see what it was. I tapped it and I saw he was talking to Jesse Smiley specifically. I don't. What I about don't MAGA and the tens of millions of people you insulted? Tens of millions. Tens of millions. With your racist and dangerous comments. That's very ironic for him to be asking someone hey, about man. their racist and dangerous comments. That's very, very uh, he has um, no yeah man like if he made this up he's a huge dickhead because yeah. he he took a real thing that that we all know is yes. a real thing and a real possibility and a yeah. real danger and he made all all these he, he vindicated all these racist people essentially exactly if he's making it up and if he's making it up he clearly did it for himself and yeah. not for the cause for quotes. whatever reason but my question is what I want to speculate on what would make someone do that? Like, what could it potentially be? So what the police are saying, which I mean, fuck them. But for context, we can throw that out there. They're saying that. So this all started with a letter, which I don't know if you saw pictures of the letter. Mm-mm, it was not. it was kind of funny. What did the letter say? It was um, the text was cut out of a magazine, like from one of them old serial killer movies, ransom yeah. notes and shit. Right. And it was like, you know, we're going to get you or whatever. And <laughs> we then, don't get you, sucker. But not nah, like it was stick figures and shit drawn in in crayon or color pencil or something <laughs> of like him getting choked. And I was like, wait, wait, what? You have to look it up. And I was like, is this really the fucking letter? Hold on. Wait. Yeah. No, nah, I'm gonna look that up right now. So it was. So the just, police are saying that. So okay, he he got this letter and it had white powder on it, which I don't know if people rem- remember back in the day there was like people used to send anthrax and shit in the mail and it's white powder. But anyway, they tested it. It was that. Did you find it? Uh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It looks fake, right? It does look pretty bad, man. Like it looks like I drew it and just took a picture and sent it to the Maga, news. Jussie Schmollett Empire, and it's just like you. Yeah, that looks bad. That looks bad. Somebody drew a gun. It's him getting choked. It's pretty. It's pretty funny to me, actually. It, so when I say it looks fake, not I don't mean it looks fake. Like he definitely faked it. I mean, like it looks fake. Like the news got got by somebody like me playing a prank. Right. I'm looking at this right now. Jesse Smollett upset over salary staged assault. Police. So say. so yeah, that's what they're saying. So so the letter came, and according to the police, he didn't feel like it got enough press. So then he staged this attack. And then they're also saying, uh, you know, he also wanted more money. But I don't understand how that. How do you tie that more into. Money. Well, I think I think a lot of this speculation is a little unfair. It's a lot going on. There's a lot of I think there's a lot of leaps here and uh, certain certain things. Now, look, if 
they caught those guys buying ropes down the street, which is fucking dumb. Yeah. So I know what the, what they do have is a check to those guys for the amount that they said, and it is signed by him. But I don't know if they're going to be able to prove that he gave them that money for that purpose. They don't have that right now. Did he write in the little memo area <laughs> like for attacking me? Put noose on neck. Noose money. For fake assault. Fake wink, wink. assault. Do not tell nobody. Uh, no. But yeah, man, I hate when shit like this happens. Like, um, you know, I think a couple years ago, somebody said that they got attacked by Trump supporters and it was, you know, they cut themselves. Yeah. And it's just like, these people are out here really doing this shit. You don't need to make stuff up. You're not helping anybody because exactly. you get caught making stuff up. Then it kind of it's it, the same thing. We, we've we had this conversation. It's the same thing as that lady that was gaming and playing Overwatch and they found out she was fa- not Overwatch, but some sort of professional game. League it might have found been, out. But yeah, they found out. They found out someone was playing for her mm-hmm. and it wasn't actually her. You kind of boost the agenda of gatekeeping women hating incel like i knew it i knew it because people like us were like why can't she just be good at games like leave her alone and it turns out it wasn't her and she wasn't good at games it's not about us but you make us look stupid you make yourself look stupid and even though it's unfair to everyone involved we are ambassadors of the people that we are if i go out and i do some dumb shit you know what i'm saying and it ends up in the news there's someone or some people that will see in the newspaper, if you still read those, or online, guy goes around and starts smacking people with Dunkin' Donuts in the face or some shit. It's like, oh, man, that's some white people shit. And then they see my picture, they would be disappointed Yeah, as a whole. Everyone feels that. Everyone feels but, that. But, you know, ignorant people will see one instance of one thing and feel like that completely proves or disproves something. These Negroes are smacking people with donuts. I told you. I told you don't trust them with the Krispy Kremes. It's just, <laughs> it's, yeah, no. And, it, I mean, it's... It's unfortunate that this is the type of world that we live in where we have to try to root for an individual based on skin color or demographic or something that we identify with. Um, And you get let down a little bit because when it came out, I was like, shit, that's fucked up. Like, damn, I didn't know that would happen. It's it's just so odd because like people, I think black people and gay people were forced into rooting for him because the other side was rooting against him, which I don't understand why any of that was happening. Like, it, it's fucked up to me that I'm constantly surprised by the way people are. And I, I mean, I have, the bar's pretty low for me already. Same. But somebody's just like, hey man, I got attacked and it was fucked up. And they're like, did you really though? Did you really though? And I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So then you have all these people like, nah, it happened, man. Fuck you. And then now look at, Look what you done did. Yeah. So now we just here along with you for the crazy ride. How, how, how would you think getting like a fake attack would get you more money though? If that, I'm trying to figure out the Well, that's some shit the police said. Fuck the police. So I I mean. speculation. I don't know. But I mean, it is what it is, I suppose. Um, Now we talked about this, a situation where it's kind of like an us against them dynamic, but did you. Not straying too far. I want to know if you saw the Steve Harvey and Monique conversation. I couldn't watch it, man. I saw that shit on the timeline, and I already don't like Steve Harvey. I don't like Steve Harvey. Do you want to? Do you want to like check a clip out right now? Yeah, I didn't put it on. It. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on right now so we can probably see what was going on. Because I'll admit that anytime something 
uh, is going down with Steve Harvey, I don't really take parts in that because the nigga's kind of ignorant. And I don't think anybody should take his words seriously or listen to him super duper. This is Monique, man. I'm telling you. Baby, he be saying it like I'm a problem. Oh, you you have been a problem. Well, Steve, I'm okay. What was it? Let, 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 let's go. Let's go. You started getting labeled as difficult. Yes. Why do you believe that that happened? And do you see that changing and why? I got labeled as difficult. My husband and I, and my husband is Sydney, who happens to be my manager. We got labeled as difficult because I said one word. And that was no. Now, I said no to some very powerful people. I said no to Oprah Winfrey. I said no to Tyler Perry. I said no to Lee Daniels. And I said no to Lionsgate. And the difficulty came in when people that look like me, like Oprah, Tyler, Lee Daniels, and I got to put my brother Steve on the list. Y'all knew I was not wrong. Each one of you said to me, Monique, you're not wrong. And when I heard you go on the air and you said, my sister and burned too many bridges and it's nothing I can do for her now. Steve, do you know how hurt I was? But see, Mo, now let me give you this. Because you and I had this conversation, mm-hmm. I thought you went about it wrong. Mm-hmm. See, I felt that you had done yourself a disservice mm-hmm. by the way you chose to go about it. Tell me how I went about I, it. I was cool with you, with your, with your deal with uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. I was cool with you. The two problems that we had, mm-hmm. number one, the boycott of Netflix, yes. we never gave people a point of action. Mm-hmm. Okay, if we're going to boycott, are we going to not get subscriptions? Are we going to turn it off? Or are we going to go down there and get signs? Mm-hmm. The second point, what was coming to me was, this problem that you had in Netflix is rich people problems. Because mm-hmm. they looking at us going, you talking about you didn't get millions, mm-hmm. or you got this, you ought to be cool. But when you say... Mo, it's the way you went about it. Mm-hmm. And I want to explain that, and I thank you for saying that. Inequality is devastating, and it's extreme. And when people said, Monique, do you think calling a boycott was extreme? You're damn right. But isn't inequality extreme? So we've got to get to a place where we're unafraid to say it out loud. Okay. What, I would have, what, what I would have loved, what I would have appreciated from my brother, was had you picked up the phone before you went on the air and said, Monique, you've burned too many bridges and there's nothing I can do. See, I would have appreciated had my brother called me up and said, baby, let's talk. Because you doing that was a part of me being difficult. Now, before that, though. Yes, baby. Remember the moment on stage. Oh, yes. See, now that, that, that right was a there. wonderful moment. Steve. No, it wasn't. Oh, my goodness. No, it wasn't. That was one of those moments. See, no, it wasn't. That Richard... I don't know. I mean, I understand what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of feel what she's saying where it's like, don't tell me what I was doing was not right when you were on the phone advocating what I was doing. But um, I don't know about the whole doing it on his platform thing. I think there would have to be like a neutral place. And let's say, for example, if they were both guests on... Uh, a random show that doesn't have a bias or something like that. So I know that people are coming out uh, at Steve Harvey saying he was gaslighting her or whatever. What is what is your take on it? Because I still don't 
fully understand what's going on with this clip. So from the gist of it, um, and I don't want to watch because there's two clips here and it's going to be about 11 or 12 minutes total. I don't want to sit here watching that entire thing. People honed in on Steve Harvey saying, listen, like sometimes you just have to do what you need to do in order to like bite the bullet in order to get the money that you need as a professional. Um, you know, I know you have standards, but sometimes you have to put those to the wayside and that is what people honed in on. And that is what people have a problem with. And also there's the, the fact that people took away from it, taking the names away. It's a black man telling a black woman in front of a crew of individuals, an audience of individuals there to see him. He's making his points and trying to tell her to like yo i don't know if that's entirely wrong so so here's here's my issue with monique and we touched on it way back when she was donkey of the day right right she's i feel like she's being a little disingenuous personally okay Mm -hmm. i feel like she's taking a real a real issue and she's saying this is how it affected me i'm mad that it has affected me and then everybody do something about it now she if she want like I feel like she wants to have her cake and eat it too. You can go out here and demand this, demand that, call everybody out, that's fine. But should you expect to work? Is is that fair? No. But look at Kaepernick, right? He did his thing and he accepted the consequences of doing that thing. He recently won his lawsuit. He probably still will never play again professional football. Mm-hmm. but he made his point. Monique needs to decide probably, do I want to make this point or do I want to make this money? Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's possible to do both in the entertainment business. See, so I hear you, but I also agree that at certain points, it does need to be shaken up. It depends yeah. on the motive. Because but that's what when, I mean. Shake like, shake it up. Shake it but up. don't expect anybody... I mean, anyone else to like, you're probably going to get blackballed and that's fine. And you might lose some friends, but do you want to make this point or do you want to make this money? And again, going back to all this started basically because she was mad at Netflix. She expected black people to really boycott Netflix when she framed it as she's, she was making it about her. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, look, she did say as a black woman, and you as a black man, you got to understand this. Yeah, she's throwing the word black in there a lot. Right. But when you boil it down, it comes down to her upset and her that income. she didn't get Amy Schumer money from Netflix. Right. And I still think she was wrong for expecting that, even though I think she's more talented than Amy Schumer. And I think just the last few months since that happened, has has uh, that's been uh, proven. Right. But it's still her... She's she's taking a, a big issue, which is a real thing, and then she's saying, "But I didn't get my money, so think, you guys boycott." I think it's a little bit different though, because in situations where we've seen women advocate for themselves or do what they have to do, um, I'm not sure if they were met with as much resistance. Now, let's say in the example I'm going to use is Rainbow Johnson, um. Oh, what's her name? Ross. Last name Ross. Is it Tracy? Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross. Mm -hmm. She wasn't making as much money as Anthony Anderson was Mm -hmm. for Blackish. She took that, did what she had to do. I do believe she's making more now. Um, How she did it, I'm not sure. 
But when Monique came out and she made these statements and she made her initial stance known for whatever reason we had. Well, I wouldn't say it's for whatever reason. I mean, no, I understand the reason. (laughs) I understand the reason. It's like, hey, this is what I'm doing. It was met with more girl, please. We had Cat Williams who, who, who tosses his information and opinion and penny into the into the ring for whatever well he talked shit about tiffany haddish and he got he got some flack for it he caught some flack for it but also he ended up being correct in that in that case because there was the new year show that tiffany haddish Mm -hmm. did and apparently it wasn't good she got up there and i've thought that for a long time like yeah so but but cat williams also was sharing misinformation he was like netflix gives you this based on ticket sales this is how this works and everybody was like, that's not, that's not true. What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. That was Kevin Hart who was like, that doesn't make any sense. This is how this actually works. Like, he was just talking out of his ass. What are you talking about? So, there was Cat Williams. There was Charlemagne from The Breakfast Club. Uh, Steve Harvey, who, who apparently in private was like, no, you're right. I understand what you're doing. But at the same time, was like, nah, she tripping. I can't do nothing for that. I don't know how well, things I are think, behind the scenes. I think that's so super bullshit because Steve Harvey has a big platform and he's made his money already. He right. doesn't need five shows on TV. Right. He So Steve Harvey is in a great position <laughs> to help minority entertainers and women entertainers specifically. Right. Um, but he still wants to Steve keep making Harvey's money. focused on Steve Harvey. He wants to tap dance for, like, for these people, for, for, for Steve Harvey. And like, I mean, I'm not in that position. I'm not in a powerful position where I can like trickle it down to those in need, so on and so forth. Because this stance is like, I got to feed my kids. What am I supposed to do with just twelve million? I got, I got family to feed. I just think the 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 Tracy Ellis Ross thing is is really different because, again, I don't know the specifics, but it was handled in quote the right way. The right way. She got the backing of her her co stars on that show, right? And she didn't go she didn't do a media tour saying fuck blackish and fuck whatever stations on nbc or whatever i see what you mean big difference right so like i'm saying her approach is fine if you want to get everybody riled up and make a change as soon as possible but you can't expect to work at the same time Mm -hmm. now tracy ellis ross yeah that stuff leaked so we know that she wasn't making enough and now we know that she's making enough she was quiet and that helps that still helps the cause and she's getting her money. It doesn't it doesn't have the same effect. No. But I guess that's my whole point. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, let's make a change, let's make a change, and then kind of say, well, kind of do it for me because I need this money. It's mm. like, look, maybe she does deserve more money and more opportunity. But at the end of the day, she's still doing better than a lot of people. And I, right. I hate to, to somewhat pair the point that he made because fuck him and he's 800 times richer than she is. Right. I just I feel like there's a big disconnect there. How how do you expect to have your husband as your manager and then you go you go on everything talking shit about everybody, then he goes around talking shit about everybody, saying this is bullshit, and then okay, hi give me money and hire me now. Who's who's gonna do that? Right. So I think just or, or adapt it to your personal life. Yeah. If you if you went to NBC News and you'd be like, Hey, uh my job forgot to pay me for two weeks, man. Fuck them. Yeah. Do you think you're going to keep managing that restaurant? Do you that think a lot of works. other restaurants are going to hire you? I'm just being realistic here. So No, that does make perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. I work at a vegan restaurant. If for whatever reason I went in the back on some diabolical shit and started 
putting gelatin or an animal product into food for whatever reason, that would be fucked up. And if it came to light and somebody found it was like, yeah, I was putting all types of bone into the meat (laughs) into it's not meat. But you know what I'm saying? Like nobody you the type of rapport that you have and your work ethic, it goes across the board. It's just, you know, people want to fuck with you based on how you handle yourself and whatever else. I do understand that. But and I think Charlemagne may have said this. I don't remember um, that, you know, there there are things that she can do to propel herself and help other people that she feels are in a similar position. Now she's not going to be able to start her own streaming service like Netflix or whatever, but she can have her own production company. She can do some of those things. And I think she said that like she had a tour or whatever with some, you know, it's like, do, do that, help, help the, do what you can in your capacity. So here's the thing. So I think I understand after this conversation where a lot of the flag might be coming from, it's the fact that, Steve Harvey, as the individual that he is and with the money that he has, definitely had the ability to assist potentially. But he instead told her, sometimes you just need to do what you need to do to get this money. But it was coming from a high place to a lower place. So I I would respect his position more if he got to where he got and then started making changes working his way down exactly yeah because because that's not that's not a terrible idea to have if she stayed quiet and and did a lot of work and made a lot of money and then was like flipped the switch and was like hey all this shit is bullshit and then she has the money and some some power and some influence to change stuff that would be big but he's in that position kind of telling her that but he's not doing it he's not doing anything precisely because things feel and seem way different from where they come from if i'm at work and it's someone that i you know rub elbows with and we do the same position you know me and you in the ambulance i'm like man this is some bullshit we deserve to get paid more this is what we deal with okay cool like yeah i'm right i'm right there with you but if i was the person making the schedule or buying the ambulances and i came up to you like i need more money man this just ain't just ain't cutting it but i'm cutting you your checks you might say, man, get the fuck out of here. You're giving me $9 an hour. What are you talking about needing more money for? Like, I, you are the money. Yeah. It feels different. And it's, you know, man, like, it's show business. I, I get it, man. Like, they they lowball the shit out of Monique. But at the end of the day, Netflix doesn't have to give a show to anybody. It doesn't matter that they, they do dumb shows that don't make money and then that they right. fail to... They got throwaway money. They, they fail to give her money for a special that may have done really well. That's almost irrelevant because that's just how show business is. They make they put a lot of money into shitty ass movies that don't make any money, and there's movies that don't get made. You he's talking about saying? bright. He's talking about bright. Yo. No, I'm talking about uh, I read specifically what was that? The fucking extraordinary machines or some shit. Some some weird shit like they that. spent a lot that nobody saw that. But yeah, it's like it's wrong. But if we're being real here, what is she expecting to happen? Right. And. She can keep doing this tour, and I think it'll it'll shed light on things. But just don't expect to be making any money from mm. from any. Don't expect to be getting contracts from anybody big. Right. You can still you're gonna still be living comfortably doing your stand up, and you know you can produce your own films or whatever with your own money, and you'll still be successful. But I don't think Paramount Pictures is gonna be like, hey, come star in this. Uh, you know. Yeah. No, for sure. Over the course of the couple of years or so that we've been doing this, do you think 
if you had to list two or three people that you or industries or individuals that we might have burned bridges with, who do you think they might be? This is going off the assumption I go that people listen to this. Very far out of my way to try to not burn bridges. Yeah. I uh I try to Entities. be the bigger person as like as much as possible. If if you're it's not worth it. If you're a police officer listening to this show or podcast, then you might feel some sort of way. But I doubt there's any police officers listening to this. Uh, if you're police adjacent, I feel like you know what it is. Then there's that. But the police as an entity, I don't think we necessarily burn bridges because they just don't give a fuck. They don't really care about us. But yeah, we haven't named any names or done anything ridiculous we might have burned bridges with that dude who tried to give us free books for he didn't promotion. listen he <laughs> sent that email out to like 500 podcasts i'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. yeah yeah he, he doesn't know that we um robbed him of his book no nah, i think i think i think we get along with people yeah nah, that's good so i don't know we do what we can to not what about musically have you burned bridges with any venues or uh, organizers or anything like that. The so I had one really bad show experience, but it was a bullshit show anyway. So pay to play is like a thing that people complain about. I haven't run into it a lot here in Chicago, maybe because I just know the warning signs and I avoid it. But basically, um, you know, I was in a band that was just starting out and I think it's a laugh factory now, but it used to be the Lakeshore Theater, something like that, over there by Belmont and whatever. Broadway or yeah. Clark or some shit. So I was like, man, you know, I want to play at this theater. And this promoter was like, hey, you can play. You, I'm going to give you like 100 tickets. Just sell as many as you can, right? And to me, that didn't set off my alarm for pay to play, even though it kind of right. is borderline. So we show up to play. The promoter... Did, so I'd never been in the venue. I thought it was a theater in the same way that like the Vic is a theater. Uh-huh. You can have, they have shows there. You can watch a movie there. Right. I get there. It's legitimately like there's nowhere for a crowd to stand. It's all seats. It's literally like a theater with a stage for like plays and comedy only. That's weird. Very, very odd. So I get there. Everything is super dis- disorganized. I found out there's like 15 bands playing that day. It's a fucking madhouse. And the promoter is like, hey, uh, I'm going to need that money. And I was like, yeah, hey, I sold like five tickets. Nobody wanted to come to this shit. And he's like, that's it. And he starts getting mad. And I'm like, yo, man, fuck you. Like, we're leaving as soon as we're done playing. So we played to nobody. And then we stole a bunch of uh, cables and stuff. <laughs> but i'm sure that guy only worked as a promoter for another couple months because he sucked and then now that's uh a a franchise comedy club so that's good better off as a comedy club other than that yeah i mean no okay can you explain what pay to play is so i i would advise no one to ever do this ever but there are promoters who will say if you give us 300 bucks, we'll put you on this show at this venue, on this bill with this artist. Uh-huh. And that's ridiculous. Right. I would I would never ever do that. Why would someone do that? Because the venue thinks that they have it like that. It's just like, yeah, we're doing so, you a favor. So, well, okay, if you're let's say like you're a rapper and some lower mid-tier rapper comes to town. Or how about this? How about this? Let's say uh, Cupcake is from here, right? Yeah. She plays here very, very regularly. 
let's say that instead of finding local acts to open for her, the promoter decides to do a pay to play to try to make some money. And they'll be like, hey, like, I like your SoundCloud. If you just give us $1,000, you can open up for Cupcake. Nah. You should say no to that every time. Yeah. So that's a thing. But like I said, I don't run into it. I, I, I hear a lot of people complaining about it on the internet. I don't see it a lot here in Chicago, maybe just because whatever. But, uh, you know, with entertainment, it could be really hit or miss. But I feel like if you have a little bit of talent and you know anybody and you work hard you'll get enough shows where you don't need to do that. I think the only people who are going to fall for pay to play is like if you're in a midlife crisis band or you're, you know, you're just green. Midlife green. crisis band. That's a bad name. No, that's, I mean, I guess you don't know enough uh, white people in their forties, huh? Nah. I, get an earring, get a, uh, get a Miata and uh, buy a bass guitar. Wow. And start jamming out with your bros. Wow. Okay. Drinking some Bud Lights. Drink some Bud Lights. That's the thing that people do. That sounds very specific actually yeah i don't want to take parts in that you gotta buy a big truck or a fast automobile and yeah. a, a guitar and viagra all right so you spoke on rappers you mentioned rappers randomly i do want to be proud of cardi b for winning a grammy people start calling her all types of industry plants what the fuck is an industry plant motherfuckers is calling chance an industry plant cardi an industry plant gambino an industry plant is they just... well here's the thing when somebody when they feel like somebody comes out of nowhere and has success they're like well have they really are they like is this persona real right have they been crafted by uh the industry so i'm trying to think of a good example of one and i'm drawing a blank so for instance Tagashi six now is he an industry plant i mean what? you you brought him up i'm saying do you know that he is one is that what you're i feel like he could potentially be one he came out of nowhere the persona definitely wasn't real like you see pictures of him when he was younger he's only 22 then he started doing this shit maybe bought his way into the bloods in order to have something to do with them started making this music started getting endorsements from people that are in the music industry and Mm -hmm. it kind of rose up very very quickly because i didn't know who he was initially yeah and there's a lot of colorful haired individuals that are just popping up like they seem like cloned a little bit so i think it's just like experiments with music and yeah well i think little zan little you know all these little so on and so forth the entertainment industry is they're trying to maximize profit right they're looking for this formula and that's, I feel like that's how like the last 15 years have been when it comes to, cause you look at the way the movies are and you look at the way that music is, it's like maybe one thing will come about <clears throat> organically and then they'll be like, how can we replicate this over and over and over again until people get sick of it and then make the most money and then escape with the, a, right. a giant bag with dollar signs on it. So this whole SoundCloud rapper thing, tattoo faced bootleg emo guys. Grill. Yeah. It's like. If you look at World Star, that's what like everything is right now. Yeah. And the reason these people are getting any exposure is because, you know, mid tier labels and whatever, like people are signing these people with two SoundCloud so- songs and right. pushing them. Right. Um, but the the Cardi B thing is doesn't make sense to me because we know where she came from. Exactly. She was stripping and she was on reality TV and, and I'm sure somebody was willing to ghostwrite for her because she had a I mean, that's just kind of how it works these days. Yeah. Look at uh, Bad Barbie, right? Bad she baby, 
Bobby. 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 Yeah. Bobby. Uh, you know, she went viral. And then they're like, hey, let's get somebody to ghostwrite for you and work on your image a little bit. Yeah. And now she's, people are like, yeah, she's tight. And I'm like, what do you know? Honestly, I don't go out of my way to listen to her shit, but she got one or two songs that kind of go hard, man. The black lady writing for her, know her shit. She kind of mean with that pen and the production is pretty good. Well, that's, so that's. Let's just say that it could be someone else. It just happens to be her. I So I won't argue with what you're saying. The song may be good enough to listen to, but it's like. If that's if that's the 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 standard that we have, why not just listen? That's how I feel. Like okay, the the Black Keys, for instance, they're mm-hmm. a band that's popular, right? Mm-hmm. Or was? Yes. They're not bad, right? But it's derivative music. Okay. It's like two white guys playing the blues. Yes. And I can. I live in Chicago. I could go see live blues music for five dollars down the street. We can go to Kingston Mines. Yeah, like I don't. Why? Even though those songs are fine, they're okay. What motivation is there for me to listen to that when I can listen to real blues music? And I feel the same when it comes to artists like that that are completely just uh, test tube baby. Yeah, (laughs) artists. we We get a producer, we get a writer, and then we just choose you. Because you buzzing for whatever reason, right? And it's not even because she's um, a good rapper. Well, no. What what I'm getting at is like she's not. I can understand. So okay, back in the day, wrestling, right? Ultimate Warrior. If you watch any YouTube videos about uh, wrestling, every wrestler that worked with him would say that he was a terrible fucking wrestler. He was a weird ass, crazy guy that was hard to get along with. But he was one of the biggest wrestlers of that era because. He had the look and he his persona just worked, even though that was kind of who he really was. Right. So that makes more sense than what we're getting now, where we have somebody who literally went viral. They do everything for them. And then you see him in an interview and they're not they don't even have charisma or anything. They don't have a stage presence. They're not larger than life. They're not anything. And then. She got them fucking, her teeth weren't even bad. Yeah, she got them science teeth. She got those veneers, and somebody on Twitter was like, they didn't have those in a size medium. Yeah, no, (laughs) no, no, no. Everybody gets the same teeth. I think Brother Nature got got those teeth. Jeezy, Gucci Mane. Are they they all going to the same dentist? No, what they do is they file your teeth down a little bit, and they make a mold, and then they, it's like porcelain. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. I don't think I would want that. I like I, I know somebody who got them in she, real life. Yeah, she had braces for a while, and she's an adult, and she got sick, sick of having braces, and she came into a little bit of money. Do I know who this is? Uh, I don't know that you met her. Okay, gotcha. And then she got her veneers done, and I was, and it was funny because I wasn't like staring in her mouth, and I was like, "Oh, you got your braces off." She's like, "Nah, I had to pay for these." Oh, okay. Got sick of that shit. One day we might get veneer money. I feel like getting veneers is like a sign of making it because Brother Nature started fucking around with them animals and all of a sudden he was talking to Canella and I looked in his mouth and I was like, <laughs> like where the fuck you get those from? But that that's what's so weird is like everybody's getting them. So I, like I thought Cardi B was fine. Like to me, I, I liked her so much more because her teeth were not perfect. Right. Personally, I was right. like, man, she's because that's her appeal. She's a real ass person. Right. And then she got her her teeth fixed, which I understand. 
But yeah. somebody like Brother Nature, I feel like even less needed to get his teeth worked yeah. on. You're talking to animals. Animals not gonna judge your teeth, bro. But his teeth were mostly normal. Like, okay, yeah, some people have big teeth, small teeth, yeah. them little tiny gaps, but like So the, yeah. The issue is like with the cookie cutter, like you try to fit the mold of something. You go yeah. off, you, you, you legit go viral. got cartoon teeth. Yeah. You go viral and then it's like, hey, we need to find a purpose for you. I think that's what a lot of people do when things pop off and they get a lot of internet attention. Sometimes they'll be like, all right, how can I maximize this as much as possible? I don't know how to do that shit. I don't know how to get in contact with someone and be like, hey, I'm funny on the internet sometimes. Like, get me a producer or a writer and I can probably. First off, I'd be a horrible fucking rapper. Horrible. Hey, if Shaq can do it. Hey, extra tallums. <laughs> yeah. If Shaq oh, man. So uh, before we started recording the podcast, he Delancey said that he had to cut the heater off, and for some reason it triggered in my mind two chains saying that his dick so hard to make the metal detector go off. So I looked this up on uh, on Genius, right? Yeah. And and me and him made fun of the line, and we were like, "This doesn't make sense. This you know. is silly." Yeah. But Genius, these Genius people. Oh no! They explained it. They said two chains may be referring to the iron content in his blood. His Get the fuck <laughs> <out of> here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. His dick is so hard. Get the fuck out of here. And that the iron content is strong enough to make the metal detector go nah. off. So he got so much iron in his blood no. and there's so much blood in his penis and it's so hard. And make the metal good. Nah, I I refuse to believe that. That's a funny getting. and elaborate way of explaining that line, but I, I'm gonna call bullshit. Man, you could make one. an excuse for damn near anybody. You can. I feel like I probably could if I wanted to put my like put my thing on. Do you want to? I feel like at some point we're gonna have to talk about Kamala Harris and or Bernie Sanders like trying to run. Uh, again. we can just a little bit. You know, we just hit an hour, but quickly. Yeah, let's see. Bernie Sanders. I think he should just. Let it go. Let it go. I mean, because if, if anything, if, if what is it, Beto Rourke from Texas? I don't know that he's officially said he's running yet, but he, if, he almost definitely is. If he were to do that, I would lean towards his direction. So, so right now, I think there's five confirmed candidates, right? Right. There's the crazy lady that I keep forgetting her name, who's uh, super centrist and nobody's going to vote for. You have Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, which are like... Center left, at least as of right now. And then you have uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, which are the farthest left right now. Bernie Sanders, I understand the idea of like, give it up. He's already old, et cetera, et cetera. But he raised a lot of money in 24 hours, which is looking like his chances might be good to get the nomination. And we're two years out. So I guess let's just see how I think you can spend the whole next year seeing how the... um how this unfolds uh, for the primary and, and make a, a more informed decision. So right now I'm, I'm kind of like holding off uh, too much judgment because it's so, mm-hmm. so early. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of judgment being tossed in Kamala Harris's way because of uh, rightfully so, I think. Yeah. Yeah. From what I've seen, I'm not from where she was running shit, but the things that people are saying. Well, so my issue with her is she's, she's doing the typical politician thing and I think the last election proved that people are tired of that. They want somebody who at least comes off as genuine. And I think her and Cory Booker are blowing it in that sense. Right. Uh, Cory Booker, 
was asked if he thought that Donald Trump was racist and he wouldn't answer the question. Yeah. He asked uh, about, he was asked about, you know, healthcare and college tuition. And he's like, you know, we should reach for the stars, but you know, we need to also temper our expectations. It's like, nobody wants to hear that dude. Donald Trump won on, uh, everybody's going to be great and rich and I'm going to build a wall and fuck Mexicans. Look, he just said a bunch of shit and he seemed to have conviction. Right. Right. And Cory Booker also is probably gay. Yeah, he probably. I hadn't heard he. And now he's talking about he has some girlfriend in the cut that that he doesn't want to expose to the media. Now, look, I was talking to my mom about this. Right. Why did he not? Look, he knew he was going to run. People thought that he might have ran last time. So he's had two years to figure out how to deal with the fact that he's gay and he wants to run for president. Right. Why didn't he one year ago, two year ago, come out, let that marinate for a while. Right. And then now we're at this point and he can announce that he's running and nobody cares. Right. I mean, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't care anyway, but you're, you're again, it's coming off as disingenuous. If I were gay, it would probably, well, yeah, he probably should have done that a year or two ago. Yeah. Because if he does it now, it will be worked into. He can do it now. There's still time. But he, somebody might just say he's trying to ride the LGBT. But it's it's basically too if he said he got a girlfriend in the cut, it's kinda too late. But he could have came out now and be like, Hey, I'm I'm coming out, I'm running for president, yo, let's go. First black gay president, whoop whoop. Whoop whoop niggas would be mad <laughs> at that. Not literal niggas. Maybe niggas too, but Yeah, yeah, there's some you know yeah, niggas be homophobic. You know. But happens, then, but. you know, we're two years out of of the election so let that marinate for a year and then maybe you're you know people get over it or get used to it and then you're still primed so mm-hmm. we'll see kamala harris is my issue with her she's running away from her record as a prosecutor right she look all she needs to do is come out and say hey i had to do my job i am a woman of color who was in this position and i didn't have a lot of influence to change anything and I learned a lot from working in that position. And moving forward, I want to do this, this, and this about the criminal justice system. If she says that and means it, she's in a good place. But instead, she's like, well, I don't remember uh, doing that or voting that way or defending that position. Or, you know, it's like, yeah. And you see everybody on Twitter is calling her a cop. I'm part of Jamaican. I, we smoke weed all the time. And she got the same person uh, running Hillary, her campaign. She's going to start dabbing and Millie rocking for She no got reason. pictures of her putting hot sauce on her food, man. Oh, here we go. Don't pander to me. It, yep. Don't it's pander. like, you know what, man? <laughs> you just don't learn. Your actions have they consequences. They don't fucking learn. When will you learn? Your actions have consequences. I kind of want to see who's going who's gonna to be against uh, Trump in the primary. It might be entertaining. Kamala and Corey gonna have a Harlem shake off to decide who who <sighs> moves to the next round. I have I have a sneaking suspicion that the Democrats are gonna blow it big time again. <sighs> I hope that's not the case. Um cool. Do you have anything you'd like to bring up at all? Let's see if we can get some quick ones out. Um Samsung is coming out with a phone, folds in half. It's a two flip phone? It's two thousand dollars. No, it's a fucking so basically it's a phone that unfolds into a tablet and it has like eight cameras on it and it costs too much money and nobody's going to buy it. Yeah. That's how that goes. So look that up if you want to be disappointed with technology. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to quickly talk about blackface because this Virginia governor, right? Got caught doing blackface. I'm sure you heard about this. So I wanted to talk about this because, uh, we do, we talk about 
not being woke and redemption, et cetera, et cetera. I think this whole story unfairly and again and again, right? It's putting black people in a really tough spot because, um, and I, I don't have my notes in front of me, but, uh, uh, apparently he's done a lot of great things for that state as governor as far as um you know health care early child development et cetera et cetera stuff that helps lower income black communities specifically and his approval rating with black people i think is sixty percent sixty percent of people want him to not resign so he did something dumb that he shouldn't have done and then he did some good stuff and then now Black people are forced to choose, essentially, do we want him to resign and make a big deal out of this and probably get a Republican governor next? Or do we want to lose face and be okay, quote, okay with this and let him continue with some policies that are helping us? That super sucks. But I did get some perspective on this. Apparently, there was a poll that showed that one third of America thinks that blackface is not a big deal. Uh huh. Okay. Which is not entirely surprising. Right. But it's kind of like, and and I don't know. I I don't want to come off like I'm making excuses for this guy because I think you he was old enough to know better. But then when you see how many people feel like this is overblown and the polls, it's like maybe his ass was really that stupid. Maybe he didn't know any black people growing up and thought it was okay. And part of him reconciling for that is governing in a way that helps these people. Right. But it is, it is hard. I, I don't know how you feel about it, like which way you should go on that. I feel like we give people the benefit of the doubt usually when something happens online or somebody does something. They usually come out with an iPhone notepad apology. If he were to own up to it, and say what you just said, I had an upbringing like this. I didn't understand the cultural significance of doing these things, what it stands for, what happens. Um, I do sincerely want to say sorry to the community that I'm here to help or represent, or I'm here to serve in my position. And moving forward, I hope to avoid situations like this. You know, it, it was a learning experience. Um, Ernesty. Just yeah. coming forward and being genuine in a situation like that. I just think it's hard to find that line of like holding somebody accountable without shooting yourself in the foot. Right. I think that's the position that black people of Virginia are in person. right now. Yeah, it does depend on the person. Um, a lot of people will double down on that shit. It's like, yeah, I did it. And then in which case it leaves you <laughs> no choice but to be like, all right, like fuck this dude. And and to be fair, I don't know what he said about it. I think initially he's like, I don't know if that was me in that picture, which is yeah, like, no, 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 no you're no. doing That's it wrong. That's not what you do. You own up to that shit. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, yo, like when people are trying to get rid of Bur- like Burberry because they got a noose on their shit or Gucci because there's blackface, you know, if someone were to be like, hey, like we didn't think about this, this is this wasn't considered, it gives you a chance to grow from the situation. But People will jump on that. They will be quick to get your ass up out of here, especially if they feel like you know better. But if you express that you did not know better, you might get some benefit of the doubt. But I feel like these clothing lines, I feel like depending on where these things are made, they might know better, but they're doing this because they know what's the benefit of rage marketing. I feel like either they're that clueless or 
they don't care because they don't want black people wearing their shit anyway. Do you think Gucci, Louis Vuitton really cares about? Um, yeah. yeah, any of these people. What was that? Um, there was that one liquor where they were like, we, you know, rappers drinking it doesn't really go with our brand. I forget, man. Was it like Cristal or some shit? I think it was Cristal. It's like they don't. I don't know that they care. So right. rich white people are going to be like, that's bogus that they did that and keep buying it. Uh-huh. Most black people can't afford it. And the people who want to stunt hard enough are going to buy it anyway. So I don't know if there's a huge net loss. Like I think most of the the working class people that are going to protest a brand like that doing something racist can't afford to buy the stuff in the first place. Right. So there's no point in me protesting Gucci. Yeah, I'm boycotting Gucci. Yeah, no, no. I will no longer be buying their flip flops. I don't watch the NFL, so there was no point in me saying I'm protesting it. I'm just going to keep on keeping on. I'm not a sports dude, so I don't touch that. And, you know, they don't the way they calculate the ratings unless they change things. Uh huh. You know, they have those boxes. What what are those called? I can't think of the name. Uh, I'm not sure. What are they? Uh, whatever. You Anybody who knows what I'm talking about knows what I'm talking about. So they'll send you a mail and they're like, hey, we'll pay you $100 for the year if you hook this box up to your TV and you're going to be representative of this many people in your area. That's how they do traditional TV watching um, numbers. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanna, it's not Murphy. What the fuck? I'm not sure. How do they do the ratings? It's it's somebody's name. But anyway, so yeah, it's a little bit different if you're like streaming it on Hulu TV, YouTube TV, they can get the direct numbers. But if you're watching regular football TV, they don't really know that you specifically are watching it or not watching it. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. Right. Uh, two quick things. Uh, you said you finished Umbrella Academy? No, I'm on episode nine. I got one more to go once I finish. So I started one. watching it. The thing that I want to talk about about this show is you know how there's like that thing where people think that all black people look the same. That's like a thing in our society. Right. So I was watching it. And I'm like, man, that lady looks like Mary J. Blige. And I'm like, nah, Dog, I need, nah. I was like, I need to stop thinking that. That's bullshit, man. Nah, yeah. And then I, she kept talking, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. It's Mary J. Blige, yeah. It really is Mary, Crispy Mary J. Blige. chicken, fresh lettuce, <laughs> three cheeses, French so, dressing. That threw me because of the first episode, I was like, that looks like her. That can't be her. Let me stop thinking like that. Nah, that's Mary J. Blige, bro. Like, it they was had funny her shooting up a department When store. she went inside of the house and was clapping shit up. I was like, damn, she letting the hateration and the holleration all <laughs> off in these motherfuckers' domes. Yeah, that shit was crazy. But yeah, people, she's not the best actor, but it's really, really cool. It, it, it felt like I was watching my auntie perform. She's good enough for whatever that that role is. That role is, yeah. She wasn't doing bad. Um, and let's end with this. Uh, a friend of mine joined a Facebook group for Crunchy Moms. Crunchy Moms? I didn't know what that was. And it was explained to me that those that's the term they use for people who are uh like woke hippie holistic people. They're, crun- they're crunchy. Anti vax yeah. moms. Okay. And uh she said that she had to go through a lot of shit to get into this group, right? Because they're they don't want outsiders, like whatever. She's not a crunchy mom, but she's nosy like that. She likes drama and stuff. So she sent me some screenshots. This is real. This is real. 
So <laughs> somebody posted. Wait, wait. We are giving you insider info. We aren't saying. Yeah, any we names. have a mole on the inside. We have infiltrated the crunchy mom community. Let that thing drop. Okay. The first one we got here is a picture of a mom holding up an x-ray. The caption is, Ah, help. I need all the, quote, heal the tummy, crunchy ideas you got. He swallowed a battery and it burned his tummy lining. I feel so bad for these kids. I do too. So they took him to the hospital to get an x-ray and then they're like, okay, we can do that. And then they're like, no, I got, I'm going to get the crunchy moms on this. He's just, we're going to rub some garlic on it. Yeah. We're going to rub some essential oils on his stomach and hope the battery just evaporates on the inside. Y'all stupid. Second post, any natural alternative for a yeast infection in a three-year-old girl? What is happening? Why does why does your three year old have a yeast infection? And they do make uh monistat and vagicil and whatnot at the store. What's happening with these people? And someone said, add half a cup of apple cider vinegar to bath and soak for twenty minutes. Oh boy. Hopefully that three year old is doing okay. I hope they are right. This is the type of shit that, you know, these kids grow up and become school shooters. Yeah. Like, no legitimately. And we will leave you with Apparently, if you don't wash your baby every single night and put lotion on them, they are super dirty kids, especially if uncircumcised. Say hello to my dirty child who gets wiped down with water soap once a month, if that, on only his body and coconut oil most of the time as lotion. Anybody else has dirty babies, post them in the comments below. How many dirty babies you see in there? I don't have access to the post. Uh, You you can't scroll. (laughs) Is this a screenshot? (laughs) No. Hey, them kids dirty as hell. Y'all dirty as fuck. When, the, when them kids become teenagers, they finna set that bitch off. They finna sit down at the dinner table. They gonna think everything is okay. Mom gonna start talking. Dad, if he's there, gonna start talking. And the kid just go, I don't want any more motherfucking mushrooms, mom. You gotta and, let that smegma build up in your toddler and then use that as an under eye cream to get rid of uh, oh, bags I'm, 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 and about I'm about to start gagging. <laughs> I'm about to start gagging. <laughs> I'm about to start gagging. Don't do it. Uh, what the fuck? Why? <sighs> All right. All right. Yeah, we got to go. Yeah, you can sign us out. Sign us out, bro. Thank you for listening to Spit Sessions. You can follow Delancey on Twitter and Twitch at Dullancey, all one word, D-U-L-L-A-N-T-S-Y. You can follow me on Twitter at Zoot Suit Zombie, all one word. I stream on Twitch, not really, but I will start doing that as Zoot Suit Zombay, B-A-E, because somehow somebody has that <laughs> fucking name. It's available on everything, period, mm-hmm. except for Twitch. We both aspire to become the Hall of Notes of this podcast and streaming shit. And we gonna do that. I'm the darker one, obviously. I think that was Hall, so which means Reggie has Darrell, to be... Derail Hall. He has to be Oats automatically. Nah, that's pretty much it. Uh, we thank you guys for checking in and for listening, and we will catch you later. That's Magma shit. Fuck me up. Everybody eats when they come to mind.